Greetings and welcome to the Dan York Report, episode number one. This is Dan York, and with this podcast over the next weeks and months and maybe years, who knows, I'm intending to bring you commentary in an audio form on a wide range of topics under the probably general theme of how the internet is changing the ways in which we communicate and the tools we use. This is a theme that's been in my writing on my Disruptive Conversations blog, my Disruptive Telephony blog, and other sites that I'm communicating at, but here it will be in audio form. There will be a wide range of topics. Some of it will be technology-related. Some of it will be about applications and services, about electronic publishing, about podcasting. I'm going to use this as a, as a test bed for trying out some new applications, new devices, new services for audio podcasting. I may also have book reviews. It may have commentary on the latest things in news or politics and religion. religion. Or maybe I'll talk about things happening here in New Hampshire, places I'm going to, travel logs, you know, bring in my sport of curling that I love. I don't know exactly. It's more a channel for audio commentary. Think of it on a certain level like Twitter and where I may be tweeting about the news and then I'll be tweeting about something with DNS security and then I'll tweet about curling or something. It's an audio channel into my brain. Now, it's also another reason for doing this is to try out SoundCloud as a platform for short-form audio commentary. I've been experimenting with this for a couple of months now, and this is kind of more formal to do this because I want to test out the podcasting component. SoundCloud is a great platform if you do everything inside the platform to comment on things, to work with it, to do with it. They have a beta, which I'm now in, that goes out, that lets you take that out into traditional podcasting channels, iTunes, podcatchers, all of those kind of tools. And I want to use that and try it, which is why I've had to have a name that I've been struggling with for a couple of uh, months now, because I I don't quite honestly really like the Dan York Report. I think it's a little bit pretentious, but I I need something, and I have failed at coming up with any other kind of names. I liked the York Report, but you know, a guy named Marty York up in Canada is already using it for hockey, so can't don't really feel like doing that. But anyway, here we are. Uh, I'm doing this for myself. I'm not looking to build a ginormous audience. I'm not looking to do anything around that. This is uh, my daily, perhaps daily, experience in audio commentary. Probably most shows will be around four to five minutes in length. Some may be longer. I may do some interviews, but most of this will probably be just me and a microphone, kind of in a throwback to the early days of podcasting and what's there. I don't know how regular. I'm aiming for maybe daily or at least a couple of times a week, but there may just as easily be weeks where I go by for a week or two without any. We'll have to see. It's all a grand experiment. So that's it. I'd love to hear your thoughts around this as I go through these. You're welcome to join in. Probably the best place to comment will be SoundCloud. I'll be uh, getting some of the other channels set up over the next couple of episodes as I do that. Now, lest I make this first episode entirely content-free, I would just make a comment about something that uh, an article I read recently, um, and I posted up this on Circle ID, a site I go to uh, that I'm a writer at. It's circleid.com, and I put up a post on May 3rd that said, could you go for a year without Internet access? And it's about a journalist named Paul Paul Miller. Excuse me, he's a writer at The Verge, and he signed off the internet on April 30th, 2012, and, and just joined us, the rest of us back here on May 1st, 2013. He wrote up a post, it was a long post, um, called I'm Still Here, Back Online After a Year Without the Internet. And in that post, he also had a video where he was kind of a video retrospective talking a bit about his journey and what he did. And, and you know, he 
as he says in the article, he thought the internet, as he says, I thought the internet might be an unnatural state for us humans, or at least for me. And he thought uh, that it was a problem for him, and he wanted to see what life was like if he stepped off the internet. And he said, you know, real life perhaps was waiting for me on the other side of the browser. It's a good article. It's a long article where Paul talks about the things that he did and, uh, and the changes he found and, and how in many ways uh, he found that uh, his problems weren't solved by going off the Internet, that he, the problems were still there, the issues he was dealing with were still there, and they were far deeper than that. He had a, a good quote on there. He said, my plan was to leave the Internet and therefore find the real Paul and get in touch with the real world. But the real Paul and the real world are already inextricably linked to the Internet. Not to say that my life wasn't different without the Internet, just that it wasn't real life. And it's an interesting point because if you think about all the ways that the Internet has woven itself into the fabric of our lives, I, I think about it in my own life the connections that I have with people, the, the interactions I have, whether it is you know, mundane email to coordinate things with our, our teacher and parents at our school to a web page to know what's happening in some of our community groups or churches or you know, other tools that are being used for calendaring or for other ways and, and web pages, you know, Facebook and Twitter and social networks that enable us to stay in touch with people and connect with people and all of that. And yes, there's a balance that has to be played between the online and the offline, but it's a tool. And Paul had a good point in here. He said, the internet isn't an individual pursuit. It's something we do with each other. The internet is where people are. Now, it isn't to say they aren't also outside the internet. And I think that's a key point. We can't just live entirely virtually, or I don't know if it's healthy to live entirely virtually, but where the internet can be used as a tool to help enrich and deepen our offline connections, I believe it's a powerful tool for doing that. And that is a lot of how it enriches my life in so many ways, helps deepen those connections or, or enable them in ways that I don't know about. I think that is true about the internet in general. It is a tool, it is a service. If you're hardworking, and, and you do a lot and you're always looking for ways to get ahead, then the internet can help you become even more effective, even more, you know, advance whatever you're trying to do even more. If you're well, lazy and you're looking for distraction, the internet can be a fantastic source of distraction and, and you know, doing other things and getting away from that. If you're somebody who is fundamentally good and, and trying to help with uh, other people and find ways to help, the internet can be a tremendous resource in doing that. And, you know, if you have issues with people and you're looking at ways to express your anger and rage, the Internet's awfully good at that, too. It is a tool. It is a service. It's a network of networks. It's a, it's a way. It's a, it's a service, a place out there. And how we, what we bring to it really is, uh, is what we get out of it and what we make out of it. And that's really an interesting part. It's a good story. Uh, you can, again, find it up on The Verge uh, is where the original site is. My post was on May 3rd on Circle ID. But that's the kind of things I want to talk about in this podcast over the next while. And they won't all be, you know, they won't all be very profound. Many of them will be probably mundane. But this is what it's there. And like I said earlier, I'm doing this for me. If you've come along and listened, great. Look forward to having you. But whether I have one listener or a hundred listeners or even no listeners, I'm, my point is to try this out as an exercise in audio commentary, to try out a series of new tools, new things, and to work with this and to do this. You're invited to come along and join the journey. You can, at least right now, one way to follow it is to follow me at soundcloud.com slash danyork. 
and I'll be getting up an RSS feed and other things as I start to make this uh, move this into the podcasting beta. And uh, you can also find more of my writings and commentary at danyork.me, and my email and contact information can be found there as well. Thanks for listening. I look forward to trying this out more in the weeks and months and years ahead. Thanks a lot.